this is Jackson Argos, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, the most cheerful moment of your day because, of course, you're listening to Jackson Argos. Thank you. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even when you let the hate flow through you. Yes, this is Wrestling Cheers, brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com and NEO Sports Insiders. Another great episode of Wrestling Cheers, where we like to review shows, preview shows, And we even have some interviews from time to time. And like I've said before, that is what we'll be doing this week. The last of three interviews. But hey, please, while you're here, thank you for listening. But please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. And email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And head on over to WhatAmaneuver.net, help support the show, and buy yourself a Wrestling Cheers shirt, hoodie, onesie tank top a different hoodie because there's a couple different there's two different kinds of hoodies uh yeah help support have wrestling cheers on your chest and i think here here shortly i'm in the process of working on two shirt designs one some people know about it's the fight caden fight shirt gonna release that to womenover.net and there's also another design that's currently being worked on and all i want to say it's it's too sweet. Some people are rolling their eyes right now, but yeah, it is definitely a too sweet design. And <laughs> for my own joy, I want to I wanna get it made. But anyway, yeah, this is Wrestling Cheers interview episode. And this week, sat down with AIW fan, local Cleveland podcaster, fellow podcaster, El Herdano Diablo. And since this is, was recorded over well over a month ago, so we got some news. So if you head on over to the Lousy Weather Media or you just simply search up the podcast known as Let the Hate Flow Through that I always talk about with Jeremy Shear and El Herdano Diablo, well, I have been notified that this Monday's episode is going to be me. Uh, it was one week ago. I went up to Cleveland, recorded the episode. Luckily, I had a half day of work and then a doctor's appointment, and then I drove straight from my doctor's appointment to... El Hordano Diablos, and you know, record the episode. It was a really great episode. And for those of you who don't know about Let the Hate Flow Through You is Jeremy Shear and El Hordano Diablo. Obviously, they host it. And a, a third person will come on, and they will talk about something that they hate. And some people pick wrestling topics, or there's been like, I'll be the third person to pick a wrestling topic. But there's also people that pick other topics. Uh, one person picked Grease. 
I'm talking about the movie. Uh, one person picked the NFL. There's another person that actually picked themselves. A um, whole bunch of just wide range topics. Weezer was another one. Uh, Forrest Gump. It just driving is another one. That just it just there's so many really good topics. And like I said, it it bounces around. Episodes are about an hour long. But my topic that I picked, I talked about Smarks. Anyone who knows me, who has heard me talk about wrestling outside of this show, I'm not a real big fan of a lot of a lot of smarks and how they talk. I mean, granted, there's a certain lingo that we all have, but there's certain ones that really grind my gears. So that's what you're going to hear on that episode. We have fun. We bounce around from a couple other topics, and uh, we all make each other laugh. And it's a, it's a it was it's a really fun uh, show to record. It's a fun show to listen to. So many so many great episodes. I've I have like 30 episodes right now that I haven't listened to on my phone because I just started listening to them so many months ago. So definitely, I think you should check out next week when I'm on. So yeah. Also, before we we get into it, we got to talk about things going on in AIW. So next week will be a fun episode. I have to get that all hammered out of who's coming on. I've had two people that I wanted to come on, but I just haven't approach them and said like hey this is what we're gonna do and as actually if it works out we're gonna have a debut on the show someone who hasn't been on the show yet so and uh, that show that we will be talking about is aiw we've got a dilemma featuring tenille dashwood matches that have been announced so far tenille dashwood versus Britt baker filthy tom lawler versus dominic garini the production versus no consequences mjf versus cole cabana AIW Tag Team Title Match Twins versus Dedication Personified. The AIW Intense Title Match Joey Janela versus DJZ. And for the AIW Absolute Championship, Nick Gage versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And that is, like I said, AIW We've Got a Dilemma featuring Tennille Dashwood Friday, February 23rd, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And then next month. We have AIW Enter the Dragon, March 10th, which is a Saturday, 7.30 bell time at the Tadmore Shrine, 3000 Krebs Drive, Akron, Ohio. Matches announced so far for this, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham versus Kevin Thorne, Karen Q versus Britt Baker, and DJZ versus Trey Lamar. And we there, there hasn't really been announced yet for this, but we do have Gauntlet for the Gold 13, Friday, March 23rd. 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. There is going to be a 4.20 show that has been talked about that will feature The Godfather slash Papa Shango. And also, this was announced today as of this recording, because I'm recording later than normal. So thankfully, we have the official announcement of the 2018 JT Lightning Invitational Tournament Friday, May 25th, and Saturday, May 26th at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 7.30 bell time for both days but there's a new one we have the chandler biggins memorial tag team tournament 2018 that would be may 26th three o'clock bell time at our lady of mount carmel no back to the future cup it was fun while it lasted maybe maybe the back to the future cup comes up later on in the year me i don't i haven't heard official word but for jaylet weekend we're doing a tag team tournament uh Biggins tag team tournament. I thought it'd be like a Biggins bowl thing, but maybe they're like getting away from the bowl thing because I know they did that for a, sh- a show or two from before I was a fan. So that's <laughs> that's one, two, three, four, five, six shows coming up. 
and a lot of stuff going on with AIW. Uh, there's a couple other shows, local shows that are, are in the show notes. So check those out. And of course, every all, every episode I put in the show notes of all the contact info that I read to you at the beginning of the show. So if you want a, a quick link to find us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, it's it's right there. So now I'm going to not waste any more of your time because this is a, a very, very long interview. We will go a little bit over an hour. And I hope hope people enjoyed this as much as they did last week with the interview with Steve Guy, which I, I had so much fun doing. And I've actually started to comprise a list of possible interviews going forward because I have nothing set in stone. But I have ones I'm working on. I have ones, you know, of some AIW wrestlers. I have some OCW wrestlers on my list, actually. I have, which, you know what, I'll announce this. We don't have a date right now for... AIW's absolution. But as of right now, I will conduct an interview with the entire cast of the production. Each individual member will be with me and we will, we're going to have a good sit down. We're going to, who knows what we're going to talk about? Who knows where the conversation is going to go, but that is scheduled to be at absolution. I got a, also got a handful of uh, non-wrestlers. Ones that I'm, you know, I mean, some of these people, uh, uh, these interviews I've worked on, communication wise and nothing has really been pinned down except for that interview with production and then i got a couple couple more that i'm gonna take a little bit longer so i'm not gonna get too too much into them but they're things that i'm gonna have to do some work on so there right now counting the production as one i have 11 names on my list that i'd like to get interviews with and there's going to be definitely people added to this list before i get some other ones on this list so that's all things coming up next week like i said we have the beginning of six straight weeks of AIW. A lot of stuff going on because we have preview and reviews for the next three shows. We've got a dilemma, Enter the Dragon, and Gauntlet for the Gold. So, now with any further ado, let's get into the interview with El Hardano Diablo from Let the Hate Flow Through You. This is the Bard, the new lead of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever you want to call it. The Prince of Broadway and the leader of the production, Frankie Flynn. And you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. All right, we are back here on the podcast and I'm having a, a very special guest live in the studio. And people keep calling me special, and I don't get that. It's not, I'm not special. I'm just a big, fat, dumb retard. Well, so who likes I. wrestling. So am I. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to be here, man. We have El Hordano Diablo from Let the Hate Flow Through You. That's what I do. That and, uh, and, and Above Below Entertainment, which is my budding you know, company, yeah. podcast thing, whatever I'm doing. Hopefully talk to uh, talk to Wrestling Cheers about maybe partnering up on some things, you know? I'm down. Yeah, I figured you would. Be. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, all right. But uh, I am here, and I'm. we're going to win. You and me, what, we, we started talking a couple months ago uh, just because we, I mean, really talking the last month or so. But, yeah. Like, we touched base. Yeah. You know, the first time a couple months ago, and I was like, all right, this guy knows what's up. And Got I a banana club shirt on. Yeah. And I finally started listening to Let the Hate Flow Through You after freaking promoting it for months. <laughs> Wait, you were promoting us, but you didn't, hadn't listened? Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah, I told you that. Why, Why though? Be- why? Because there's only three uh, shows that I knew of people that were on from Lousy Weather Media. Okay. There was Chris Clem's Cascast. Yeah. Good friend, Chris Clem. I love Chris. Steve Guy, who, as when this will go out, it'll be the week 
last week we had heard from Steve Guy. Yeah, don't don't know him all that well, but we've crossed paths before, and he's he, he's mutual friends with a lot of friends of mine. Oh yeah, so I, I would assume we'd probably get along, and we're on the same network, so I'd assume we'd probably yeah. get along. So I was like, well, I'm promoting these guys, and I'm like, I know Sheer, and I like Sheer. I just never got a chance to listen to Let the <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just gonna promote it, and. Boom. Well, yeah, I remember when you when you and me first really got to talk. I remember you saying like, "When you guys break down into wrestling shit, it makes me really excited because you both know what you're talking about." And I was yeah. like, "All right, cool." Like, at least if, if any, very few people appreciate that because when we when we first did some wrestling shit on the show, uh, there was a little not much. I would backlash is very it's a wrestling term. Um, yeah. it, there's <laughs> a there was very I I don't want to call it backlash, but but like there was people who were like, "Hey, maybe you guys shouldn't talk about wrestling shit so much." And me and she, I, when I told Sheer that, he was like, "No, fuck that. Let's talk about wrestling shit more." Exactly. So, yeah. Those just have been some of my favorite episodes that I've listened to, and I haven't even listened to every episode. I'm right. Eventually, I think now I'm now to the point of I need to start going back and downloading every episode that I haven't listened to. Sure, sure. Because like sure. I said, the first wave was shows that I knew pe- the people who were who were yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, listen to your buddies yeah. and. And also, the, I started with the first two most recent from that point. Okay, so I was like, here's sure. the recent stuff. Okay, go back, listen to everybody I know. And then it was, okay, let's go to talk the topics that I, I want to hear people talk about. So you delved into other shit before you're like, I know there's wrestling episodes, but I want to see what they, you know. Well, funny thing is, it was like, I've known Ray Highclack ever since becoming an AIW yeah, fan. Yeah, Ray, so it was like, a good boy. So I was like, and that was a wrestling theme episode. I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. And then there His was. was internet wrestling community? Yes, okay, I did IWC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, which is Dr- essentially guys like us. Yeah. But except we, I don't, I don't, I don't picture you as a troll. Like, no, I'm not. I, I don't waste my time doing that. For me, it's I know, like I hate the IWC because it's the whole like, which sounds like a championship and a federation on its own. Well, well, it is a federation. The IWC is. I did. Uh, internet wrestling. Oh, the internet. Wait, is that international the, wait, wrestling cartel? Do they do? Oh, I was gonna say because I, I was like I didn't know if that was like IWC sounds like it's a British. No, thing. International Wrestling Cartel. It's out of Pittsburgh. Is it a? It's a. It's a promotion. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I know guys that are wrestling. I mean, I they're they just announced. Well, what they call like the Night of Superstars. Uh, it's in April, I believe, and the first match they announced is DJZ versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. Oh, is that the way? Is that the one with Sabu and fucking uh, Zach Schildwachter mm-hmm. from Powerbomb and stuff? He just who that was another great episode. I was going to get to that. Uh, he's, like. We can go there because I'll talk about my boyfriend. My girlfriend's <laughs> sitting in the room right now, and there's one man I'd blow, and it's Zach Schildwachter <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio. But we can go there later. Um, no, he sent me a. I don't know where it's at, but he sent me this flyer for the show it's sabu shane douglas and somebody else from ecw i was like i'll i'll pay 20 bucks to go see that fucking show i don't think that's iwc okay iwc right. i'm trying to figure out the Britt baker was very big there you know Britt baker from AIW. she's gonna she'll be in nxt in no time yeah i'd see that coming like her and candace probably like together right around the yeah, same time for without a doubt oh, by the time this comes out candace might already, yeah, might already <laughs> be there yeah for sure for sure uh yeah um but going back to let the hate flow through you, yeah. Um, the wrestling, those wrestling episodes were good. Then it was, I even told you, I've, I'm not a fan of Weezer, but Neither like I, I, I like a couple songs. And I, I like the first two records. I think I state that enough on the podcast. Yeah. But I, I listened to that episode and I was like, I okay, I like a couple songs and now I don't like these motherfuckers because the uh, whoever Us it was or the band, the band. Okay, I'm okay. just like I'm, I'm like they've put out so much fucking shit. Yeah, they have. Yeah, Holy they have. and like. 
half of it I never even knew about, or maybe I thought it was a part of another album. I mean, part of a previous album. It's like, oh no, that was a different album. Oh, great. Like, well, the thing is, like, the thing about that episode, like, for people, who, I don't know, if this is a wrestling podcast, but like, it, like for people who like Weezer, what's funny about that episode is it's a friend of mine, JV Josh Voland, who mm. is in, who's been in a ton of bands in Cleveland, um, done done a lot of cool stuff. Um, wanted to come on the show because JV can talk, like, and I've always respected that about them. And uh, the cool thing is. My girlfriend who's sitting right here, the reason that that Weezer episode happened is because JV and Chelsea were sitting there one night talking about Weezer and apparently broke down Weezer's entire fucking catalog. And then that transpired into a Let the Hate Flow Through You episode. Yeah. And, like, it, you can hear, if you go back and listen to that episode, like, after knowing me a little bit, mm-hmm. if you go back and listen to that, you can hear me after, like, 2008... I thought we were done. Yeah, oh, no, I, I remember the part. Dude, <laughs> I thought I'm like, okay, there's oh no, the, what? There's more. What the <laughs> fuck? Apparently, Weezer has kept releasing records, and I don't know why because they only made two good ones, and that was twenty fucking thirty, no, twenty years ago. But yeah, I'm not a Weezer guy either. Yeah. I like I like the Blue Album, and I like Pinkerton. Everything else, I don't really give a shit about. There, I mean, for me, there's just songs that I like, like uh, Hashpipe. I like Hashpipe. I I sort of like Buddy Holly, but then again, I'm I, I remember I asked this question years ago on Facebook. When you hear the words Buddy Holly, do you think of the singer or do you think of the Weezer song? And it's amazing Me, to how I many think people of the singer. But I think of the singer too because I grew up listening to my dad's music, and it was you know like Elvis, Johnny Cash, yeah, all, the, all that, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Lewis uh, Buddy Holly. Fucking name any one of the. Uh, uh, what was uh, who did Lou Diamond Phillips play? Uh, Richie Valens. Richie Valens. That's oh. what it is. Oh, I fucking love... I've heard more Richie Valens songs than most people. La Bamba's have. amazing. Oh, the, mo- the movie or the song? Uh, both. Both, okay. Both. <laughs> Richie! His oh, brother? Such his a, brother? Oh, such a good movie. I think I recently just like pulled up the ending on YouTube because I'm like, I need a good cry. Let me watch this ending. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I need a good cry. <laughs> it's sad. Because, uh, it is, Ed, but th- that movie is very, in my opinion, it's not a great movie, but it's underrated. I think it's a good It's a good biopic. I think the funny thing is Buddy Holly had a better career, but Richie Valens had a better movie. Without a, wait, what was Buddy Holly's movie? Buddy Holly's story Busey. with, yeah, Gary Busey. Was, I mean, granted. Whoa, 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 what? You didn't, yeah. The what bu- movie am I missing? What's uh, it called? Buddy, Buddy Holly's Holly story. And Gary Busey plays him. Yeah, he plays a good buddy. I give him. No. I give him credit. He. I think. How have I never seen that? That's fucking great. I need to watch it. Yeah, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. I think maybe because La Bamba was bigger and better. Like I kind of like got swept under it the rug. It wasn't a La Bamba. Bomb. Bomb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Love Bomb. Un- unfortunately, the wordplay doesn't because that's how it's La pronounced. Bomb. Yeah. You know, if it was La Bamba, you'd be like, it was a La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm here to talk about wrestling, dude. I don't know. I mean, these episodes are kind of more bullshit. We could talk about. I mean, we can bullshit, but I want to talk about wrestling. Uh. I do. I let's put it this way. Um. So this is the third. Uh. The third out of five podcasts I'm doing in the Akron area. I do, I've done. This is my third tonight. Okay. Uh, the first one was. A general interest podcast, which is called Drinks with Larry, which was a lot of fun. We talked about Star Wars The Last Jedi, which pretty much just turned into like a bunch of people bitching about Star Wars. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we could talk about that because I just watched it recently. No, we don't. We don't. I I did enough Star Wars. Okay. Um, 
Second was I did the alt-right libtard podcast, which if you have not heard of what that is, it's local comedian Ricky Melton, who is a conservative guy, and I love him. I really do. He was on our show before. He talked about internet porn. That was... Uh, I might have... I think I, oh, I did. That's that's that Ricky one. Melton, and he's he's got a uh, podcast that he does, The Alt-Right Libtard, and it's got... He, you know, he calls himself the alt-right guy, which he's not an alt-right person, but he likes to fucking irritate people, so... And then he's got another guy who's like a, a liberal person, and they bring me on the show, and I hate politics to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it was like... It was just me yelling at them for like an hour. Uh, so I've done... Tonight I've done Star Wars, politics. I'm ready to talk about what I love, and that's fucking wrestling. What sucks is we can't talk Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, shit. Oh, goddamn. Uh, because... I mean, I well, wanted... I, mean, I, I wanted to... Did you, have you not even seen Jericho versus fucking Omega? I'm chipping away. I've I've had very little... Obviously, you're... I've just moved I know, recently. I can tell. You've, you're and, literally moving into this place today. Well, not today, but... It, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, same difference. It's like I'll get. I've had a couple of hours maybe after work. Like I think Thursday night I came home. I started. I even started with the battle run. I'm like screw it. I'm oh, a, I'm I, a, I, I zipped. I, I watched mostly the Bullet Club matches and, until the very end. I watched Naito versus Okada, which is a barn burner banger. It's great. It's yeah, fucking. Great. I think I left off right before the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Four Way. So you haven't seen Marty Skrull's match? No, right, and, so I, I and I love to, Marty. I have, to, I have to withhold spoilers. Okay. then. It's great. I mean, it, you got Will Ospreay, you got fucking Marty Skrull. Like, what, what more do you need than that? I mean, when you guys got here, you parked next to my car, a.k.a. the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Is that, is that that's what, so that, that's what I call it the villain? I, uh, like, every, because I, um, I had my 30th birthday party the other mm-hmm. night, and we recorded a live Let the Hate Flow Through You, and it went over, like, gangbusters. It was a lot of fun. And Which I, I listened to, must say, I listened to today. Uh, you did listen to today? Yeah. yeah oh, thank you. Uh, it was, I was wearing my villain club shirt, because oh. I was like, she was like, we should both wear Let the Hate Flow Through You shirts. I'm like, hey, no, this isn't, I'm not 30. At an Alvaro Levine show, that's not happening. So I wore my villain club shirt, and like I'm just very happy with all the pictures because I like Marty Skrull's only six months younger than me, and it makes me so jealous because he's so good looking, he's so funny, he's so good at what he does. I would blow Marty Skrull given the fucking chance. So that he's like a year and six months younger than me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, he's, like, the fact, like, it's so, like, dude, that's a weird thing, is, like, getting older, because, like, I've always wanted to be involved in the wrestling business, like, I want, and I still, it's something I want to, in some way, do, I want to be a manager, is what I, I want to be somebody's Paul Heyman, is what I want to do, somebody who can't talk, let me talk for them, and, like, watching Marty Skrull, I'm just like, dude, this guy has it all. Mm-hmm. Like, he's my superstar of 2017. Like, I think that he really broke out of his, what he was doing, like, them kicking Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club and having Marty, Marty Skrull be the guy to replace mm-hmm. him was a brilliant fucking idea. Oh, yeah. Because Adam Cole was on the trajectory to be in NXT last year. Yeah. But, like, they let him into the Bullet Club and... And then they were like, well, fuck, he's leaving. So we got to figure out something yeah. to do with this fucking guy. And then the last six months of his, you know, I air quotes, indie career, he just kind of did whatever and did the, I mean, you were at the, was it, was it, uh, what's the AIW show where he came out in the mask? And that was Jay, oh, was it? 
Was that was that Absolution? Absolution, yeah, it was the Absolution. I think because he he did Jaylet Night Two and he did Absolution. And I couldn't. I'm like, okay, Mass, blah, blah, blah. okay, that was Absolution, which yeah, was awesome. And he came out and like uh, on the uh, on the commentary, they're like, wait, so Adam Cole was the Laredo kid the whole time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was it's brilliant shit. It's brilliant shit. Uh, AIW's doing great work right now. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I got to I got to meet Adam. Well, Austin, whatever that night, like super nice guy oh yeah and like um chelsea like she's every time she watches like he's he's a beautiful man he really <laughs> is a beautiful man he's got good eyes i, li- I like i like adam cole it's uh, one of my favorites right now i was i went to supercard of honor and got to see which pittsburgh or no supercard of honor oh so out like the east coast right that's their that was the WrestleMania that's show. their big show is that's then they do that and what I wouldn't say that's their big show but that's the one that they do with uh WrestleMania weekend oh oh the one that oh okay that they that they go toe-to-toe with that still sells out every time oh yeah okay right um, on so you went to Supercard of Honor and it was which was what in Austin this wait it was in Texas. Lakeland no Lakeland Florida oh it was Florida this year because yeah, Orlando was wrestling I'm thinking of I'm thinking of when they did the last takeover yeah in yeah San Antonio yeah, right. which they do, kind of do shows right around the same time too. Mm-hmm. But the op- I was gonna go to the opening match was Scroll versus Cole, and I like Scroll even before the Bullet Club. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It He's was one great. of those things, especially like oh, like Scroll's going up against Adam Cole. Uh, who do I root for? Who do I root for? Who do I root for? But such a like to see where he has come. Like I don't, I didn't watch him much in TNA, and then Marty. Like, yeah. Cause I, think, I don't even know Marty shit in TNA. I, I, I only if know I'm correct, I, well, I think he. If I'm correct. Because, you know, just TNA. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, uh, it's a shit show. He, I, think, I think he did the British boot camp. I think that's what he, okay, he, he was okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. But, like, I don't remember much from there. But as soon as he debuted in ROH, I'm like, this, like, I like this gimmick. I like the music. Oh, he's great. I like everything about it. He's great. And then it was like, okay, that transition to him versus Adam Cole, who am I rooting for? Then months later, when, like, that's who replaced Adam yeah. Cole, it's like, oh, my God, like, that's perfect. Because now, like, this villain, like, have him in Bullet Club. Yeah, oh, yeah. Villain Club, sure. Like, I think I bought that. As soon as they release, I'm like, yeah, I was he on is, it. He he has been the most entertaining guy. To, I mean, because like you can talk about like you can talk about Kenny Omega all day. Kenny Omega is gonna put on a great match no matter what. Kenny Omega's gimmick, in my opinion, not that great. It's it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's it's whatever. Where he shines is in the fucking ring. <laughs> and you know, you got you got guys like the Bucks are fucking killing it, man. Oh, dude, the Bucks are fucking killing it. And the beauty of it is, is they're bringing in their friends. Yes. They they made friends with Marty Skrull, and Marty Skrull has the same type of humor that they mm-hmm. do. So that being the elite shit makes fucking sense. And Cody Rhodes coming in on that is even better, because it shines way more light on it. And the Bullet Club right now, because like, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a strong presence of people that are saying oh the bullet club sucks it's not what it used to be bullshit the bullet club is selling way more shirts than they ever have yeah those dudes are making money man how could you be upset about that dude like the whole hot topic thing is fucking like uh, i went to bells at belden right when they they got like their first really big shipment and they actually had like almost a wall wall now so floor to ceiling kind of display of everything bullet club I actually, I know I tweeted that out and got Cody to, like, he replied and then he, like, put that same picture out there. But on, yeah. but on top of that, when I checked out, the woman was like, oh, well, like, tell me about Bullet Club. And I'm, I felt like 
<laughs> ironically going with the uh, uh, Hateful Three that I listened to. It was like a religious thing. It was like, let me tell you about Bullet Club. <laughs> so Let me prove to you. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was basically like, you have no idea. I think I'm, I even told this at another store, too. I'm like, you don't know idea how like awesome this is. Yeah. Like, these are just regular guys. Yeah. Like, this isn't through WWE. This isn't through, this, this is because Hot Topic was at WrestleMania. Yeah. And they've seen all the Bullet Club shirts, and they're like... And they asked Vince... Yeah. Or they, I don't know they, they asked Vince people. They, they, they asked people. Yeah, they asked somebody like, oh, can we can we get those in the store? And they're like, yeah, that's not ours. Not ours. <laughs> and I think I heard I heard that story told on a podcast, and I actually had Cody tell me. Like oh, when um he came recently, like we started like kind of talking about the whole thing. Where'd you see him at? Uh, first he... first was Supercard of Honor, but it was um Because I was gonna say he hasn't done AIW or anything. No, he yet. did Northeast Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Northeast Wrestling comes to the Youngstown-ish area, Niles area, okay, about right on, once right a year. On. I think the the headline, the big name headliners were Cody Ryback, L- Lawler, Ryback. Lawler Foley, Jimmy Hart, uh, a couple people, uh, one dude from the Kingdom, the crazy looking dude. I forget, always forget his name, but people like that. And I know other years they've brought in the Hardys and like a bunch. But of Cody was telling you that, yeah, because yeah, we were, somehow we got into that conversation and he was just like yeah like people just came to oh because i mentioned like yeah i seen you at supercar of honor and he started going like oh yeah you know the weekend that we sold so many shirts that they were at wrestlemania and that's how we got the hot topic deal and i'm like that's <laughs> it's crazy it was cool because like uh uh when uh, when jerk because like for like this is something we can wax intellectual about because we both love wrestling so much jericho coming into fucking new japan is the biggest thing to happen in wrestling in my opinion, since like Austin and The Rock, and you know, and I mean, I I'm trying to think of like that's the despair. I'm not trying to disparage Cena. Cena deserves to be said in those names as well. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, the that that shirt came out, and uh, Chelsea works at uh, at a, at a record store right across the street from the mall, and I hit her up one day, and I was like. Hey, uh, when you get off work, would you mind running into Hot Topic for me? <laughs> and the funny thing about that is, is like we both pride ourselves on being like punk rock, fucking you know nose grind, fucking punk rockers, old school shit. And I was like, hey, uh, honey, can you go into Hot Topic for me and pick up a wrestling shirt? And uh, it's the Jericho Alpha shirt. Because yeah. Jericho, I, I mean, I'll say this, we can talk about this all you want to. Jericho is my favorite wrestler of all time. I think he's the greatest thing that has. I'm wearing a Jericho shirt right now. Mm-hmm. He's the best thing that is he, all around the greatest of all time. Like, he has every element that the greatest of all time would need. And there's people that are better talkers than him, even though he's one of the best. There's people that are better wrestlers than him that are all the best. But I needed that old fucking alpha shirt. It it's it's cool. It's a slap in the face of the Bullet Club, even though it's all they're all making money. Yeah, they're all making fucking money. Oh yeah. And uh, him being in uh, New Japan is one of the coolest things that I like as a wrestling fan that I can remember. Like since you know, I'd say the last thing I got. I mean. Obviously, I've been watching the last few years. I get really excited about certain things, but like Brock Lesnar back in 2002 and 2003, I was really excited about that. Like Jericho in New Japan is a brand new thing. Like that opens up a lot of doorways that I don't think people are realizing. Yeah. And I'm excited about that because uh, I think it's going to force Vince McMahon to do different shit. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to force him to be like, hey, 
um, you know, Jericho went and did this match, and he's doing this other match with Naito. Maybe I should have, maybe I should contract Okada for six months to have him come do an angle, and that would force people to buy the fucking WWE network. I think it would be mutually beneficial, but Vince is also an asshole, so I don't know if that's... Like, I don't know if he would do that, but you figure just the business in general in the past couple years has changed. Oh, yeah. Big time. And whether It's not like it used to. It's not old school like it used to be. Whether it be Vince, whether it be Trips, whoever it is, just... Like the... the, um, I keep wanting to say the European title, but the UK championship. Like, that whole whole thing. That whole thing. Kind of bringing in people, but maybe not signing them right off the rip. Like, look at Gargano. Gargano was working NXT for a year before officially signing. Yeah. And, like, that was just crazy. All of a sudden, boom, Johnny... Like, look at... Johnny Gargano's on NXT. Oh, I'm going to see him in two weeks at the next AIW show, and you know, that's, now and now he's killing it, dude. That's what that's what I that's what I think. I mean, because I I feel like once Vince dies or lets go of the company, which I think he'll die before he lets go of the company, mm-hmm. I think that's wor- the direction that it's headed. Because I think Triple H, with the signings of guys like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. And um, any of the women that, I mean, dude, all the women that wrestle in WWE, that is all Triple H. That has nothing to do with Vince McMahon. It's Stephanie McMahon and fucking Triple H. All that stuff, they know where the business is headed. And I feel like they're constantly just up against a brick wall, just hitting Vince. Like, because he only does shit when he, like, he saw money in Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's money there. You can, like, that, in my opinion, that was my favorite rivalry of 2016, was those two. It was great. They had banger after banger of matches, and then when Sasha won the belt from her on Raw, mm-hmm. it was great. I mean, I just, I see all these things happening, and it's like, honestly, in my opinion, the only thing standing in the way is Vince. Vince McMahon. He's, because he's so bullheaded, and he's like, no, this is the way it's supposed to be done. I've always somewhat sided with Vince, though. Really? On certain things, because it's... On certain things, it's like, okay, I want to tell a story. And he's like, he's trying to go, and people are like, no, no, I don't I don't want to hear that story. Well, that's not... The, I'm, I want to tell you this story. Let me tell the story. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Well, stop, stop watching, then. <laughs> like, I'm trying to tell you, like, everybody hates Roman Reigns. Not me. Like Not me, not her. <laughs> I, I like Roman. I love. Him. I mean, I mean, is he a guy that I'm gonna go out and buy any shirts? No, because much like seeing a lot of his shirts, never really appeal. The to only me. Cena shirt I own is the PBR. I one. knew you were gonna. <laughs> I wanted that shirt. It's a great shirt. Actually, no, I do own. I own. I own a Cena shirt. I own the United States title one. Okay, with because I saw because I, I saw and, that and, and I was like, I want. It. Yeah, yeah. But like, dude, like that's the thing is like, I mean, dude, I could fucking wax intellectual about that all day. Two, all right, two, uh, there was a lull in wrestling for me. About 2005 is when I fell out. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I came back about 2007 and I was like, ooh, I still really like Randy Orton. This Because natural talent in the ring, nobody can touch that motherfucker. Yeah. He's amazing. 2007, I came back in and that's when CM Punk was really like starting to... Like mm-hmm, that was early when he started to like not when he became CM Punk, but like when yeah, he yeah. was you know he really, came he came in in two thousand six. So yeah, you're talking he was getting he, he's starting he to, was to get there his footing in WWE doing the ECW the bullshit ECW stuff. 
And but like a guy like Randy Orton, like that, like that's what what kept me watching because and I and I hated seeing it the whole time because mm-hmm. I w- I was watching and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, dude, Randy Orton, this guy has the charisma. Of a villain. He has a charisma okay, of a about... villain. He does not have the charisma of a face like Cena does. I'll get to that, though. He's got the charisma of a villain. He's got... He had... Like, Jericho even just recently said, he was like, I wish Randy Orton cared about his job, because as good as he is not caring about his job, if he did, he'd be ten times better. But... You can you can tell when Orton cares. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's times when Orton... Orton versus Bray Wyatt, he gave a shit. Mm-hmm. He had a I don't remember what feud it was. I remember him on on the uh, Titantron, and you had like Edge and Christian in the ring. They they were both retired, and you had someone else in the, uh, in the ring with him. And he he referred to Edge and Christian as Terrence and Philip. <laughs> that one line popped me so hard that I was just like, okay, That's Orton. I was like, I I. From that moment for like almost because a year, the Canadian I, too. It's yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was, a, it was a good. It was a, that's a good dig. And whether dig. whether that was written for him or not, just I was like, I think this is this is I care Orton. Yeah. And I've always liked I care Orton, and I think he had a good six months to a year. I was just really digging what he did. And I mean, and that's the thing is like him working versus Wyatt. Like, dude, I I've said this for years, and I could go on about this for years. Bray Wyatt, when he first came in, should have been skyrocketed to the top as a top talent that that was fighting for the belt. He has the best gimmick in wrestling. I mean, they've diminished it now, but mm-hmm. like when he first came in, he had the best gimmick in wrestling cuz it was legitimately terrifying. Uh, you know, for like what was it? 4 years ago, what's it? 2018, so five, all right, 5 years ago when he first came in, I was living with my parents for like a 4-month stint. My little brother likes wrestling. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt legitimately terrified the shit out of my brother, mm-hmm. and that's how I knew it was good. I was like, oh, he's scary because he's got that voodoo thing about him. And you're like, what is this guy all about? Does he need these three other fuckers or two other fuckers to help him out? Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't. And uh, I took my little brother to go see uh, TLC in Cleveland like three years ago or two, three years ago, whenever they did it. You mean TLCS? Yeah. Chairs and stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that pay-per-view. And um, Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt had a banger of a mm-hmm. fucking match. Oh, yeah. But they have done nothing for his booking, man. Like, he is so... Dude, for being like a guy like you and me, a fat fucking schlub mm-hmm. who's an athlete, mm-hmm. he's an actual athlete, for them to throw him aside, I'm like, of all people, like Vince, who likes bigger dudes, I'm like, why him? Why throw him aside? I think with him, he's, he's almost like The Undertaker. Of he should have been. But if you look at Undertaker's career. The first decade, he only won the championship twice. But it meant something. And it the, meant something. I don't think it really... Like, even with his title runs, I think the first, the second one's the only one that really meant something. Well, when he, you mm. mean, like, during the whole Austin thing and the and the corporate ministry? Uh, no. Um, WrestleMania 13 uh, beating Sid. WrestleMania 13, I thought that was him versus Kane for the, in the Inferno match. No. Was that four? That might have been 14. Or one. Yeah, it's got to be 13 because he, he was. Are you he, sure? Because 12 might have been. No, um, 12 was Nash. 10. Oh, okay. okay. He, he wasn't at 10. 11 was. Bam Bam? No, no Bam, Bam, Bam Bam was, was LT. Uh, yeah, that was I'm LT. trying to picture the match. He was, or maybe not 13. It was 11 versus Sid. 12, not 11. 11. No, 12 was Sean. 
Okay. 12, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 was Brett versus Sean, March 31st, 1996. I know yeah. that that was my 10th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> My, my two favorite wrestlers going against each other for the title, uh, for yes. For listeners who did not know, Justin is autistic, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like, dude, well, as going back to what you were saying, he, had a, he has a gimmick like Undertaker. And I said from the get-go, the one guy that Taker needed to put over was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And that, guess that's, what? That's a one WrestleMania match. They had right. an 11-minute squash match yeah. at WrestleMania, and it buried Wyatt. And he had already been buried a million times at that point. I, this goes back to the IWC episode of Let the Hate Flow Through. That word buried, he wasn't necessarily buried. Buried means like you get, career, you, you, I mean, you get no offense in. He always gets TV time. If he was buried, he would be Kurt Hawkins 2013 before he got let go. Like, he, he's one of those guys that always gets TV time. The, only, the, all, the biggest thing with him was giving him the opportunity. He should have been a Money in the Bank winner. He should have be, Or maybe he should have beaten Orton at this year's WrestleMania. To me, that was a head scratcher. Oh, he should have beaten him. He should not have dropped the title. Though. That was a big... That was a clusterfuck. But, dude, that's that's been Bray Wyatt's career the entire fucking time. He's dropped... He, he has one title win. And that motherfucker should, like, what, he's been there five, six years? Like, as Bray Wyatt, he should have at least three. Like, he's a top talent. Bray Wyatt is a top talent. Simply based on the fact that the size and difference of him, Mm -hmm. you can put him up against anybody, and it's going to be sellable. Yeah. Even Brock, dude, could you imagine Brock versus Bray? You could sell that match Mm -hmm. all day, all fucking day. But for whatever reason, he's sleeping with JoJo now, so that's the reason not to fucking give him the give him the title. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't get it. Like because I've I've been because like, I and I'm a Randy Orton fan, man. Mm-hmm. Like I Randy Orton is the kind of guy like I like he he realizes how that business is supposed to work. He don't need the title, and he knows he don't need the title. Cena knows he don't need the title. That's why he's been working mid-card for two fucking years. Anybody who listens to this podcast that doesn't like Cena, rewind what I just said. Been working the mid-card for two years. That man deserves a fucking medal. Mm-hmm. Like, you got guys... Oh, even even go, going back to the United States Open Challenge. The, How good was that, man? To, to me, well, to me, the, the best one was the debut of Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that day, I went over to a friend's house. I hadn't seen him in about a year. Uh, a year prior to that, almost like it was like a week to the day, yeah. his wife passed away. Like, I was oh, a, just, wow. yeah, it was, a, it was a, like a random death. Yeah. And we had always been into wrestling together, and I had the, I had the day off. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh let's watch her all together. And I was telling him about Kevin Owens. I'm like, this guy is amazing. I've been watching him since... He was an independence, and like this guy is awesome. And then United States Open Challenge happens, and out comes Ke- Kevin Owens, and I go, oh, like this is him, dude. You're going to love this. And <laughs> just that moment, that that was my moment of the year. Yeah, him coming up, yeah, it was, um, him like Kevin Owens. Uh, like I just got my girlfriend into wrestling, mm-hmm. and she's a, she's a Braun Strowman mark. She loves Strowman, which I love too. It's been a long time since they brought a powerhouse in that I give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Like he's good at destroying people. Mm-hmm. He's really really good at it. And uh, she fucking hates Kevin Owens, and I love it so much because <laughs> she hates Kevin Owens. Like she she was telling me earlier tonight, she was like. I hate his accent, like, because he's from, you know, Montreal. He's got yeah. that French thing going on. But she also said earlier tonight, she's like, 
he's really good at making me hate him. That just goes to prove he's really fucking good at oh, his yeah. job. He's really... Like, I was telling her earlier, like, he should never be a good guy. He should be one of those guys that's always a bad guy. But he can be Austin good guy. Well, yeah, he... yeah. That is the one thing with him. He could be awesome. He could be totally awesome. You can do the anti-hero thing with him very, very easily. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be Kevin Owens versus the world. Like, you Mm got to drop Sami Zayn. You got, like... Which, finally, like, another person, she, she can't stand Sami Zayn and neither can I. But he's so good at being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's so good at being annoying. He's so good at all that shit. So I get it. Like the the stuff, like because you know they always talk about the casual viewer, and she would be considered the casual viewer. Yeah. And everything they try to do hits on those points for mm-hmm. her. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like that's that's really cool because they need Braun Strowman to be over. Mm-hmm. They need him to, and he's over as fuck right now. I love watching it, dude. Like, he just comes in the ring, and he just destroys people. He rips them apart. It's so much fun to watch. I should show you the tweets from a friend of mine who is, like, anti-Strowman. Because he's comparing it to Ryback. Not even. I think one of the biggest differences between them... One's a safe worker, and one's not. Well, Strowman has a little bit of charisma. Oh, like, yeah. I think that's what kind of killed Ryback was kind of was kind of flat, but yeah, he's boring. Like he, they wanted him to be Goldberg. Mm-hmm. It's already happened. At least Braun could be funny. Oh yeah, did you see the Elf video? The Elf yes. video yes. was amazing. Like the fact that he can poke fun. Oh wait a minute, no. When I'm, I'm, I stand corrected, he wasn't comparing him to that. He was comparing him to Rusev, and I'm just like, that's where I went. Rusev has way more charisma. Dude, Rusev is one of the most fun things to watch on TV right now. Happy Rusev Day. Oh, even before that, back when he was with Lana, there was a they're doing like one of those backstage like social media uh, yeah, question like things. One of their dumb bullshit. And like uh, Rusev skipped a number. He's, like maybe they start with one. He's like, "What's number three? And he's like, "We number two. What's number three? Like he just, I've those little. He's gotten so like he never really. I can't say didn't need Lana, but he came out of his shell and he was. He's so good. Oh, he's great. I watched. That's uh, the guy I want to see strapped. One of the thing. Oh, he deserves it too. He. Oh, one of the things I just watched. Um, uh, I just watched not table for three. What's the other one? Uh, ride along. Yeah. The ride along car for two episode that they just did. Um. <laughs> I just got a raw spoiler. Oh. I'm not. I'm happy about it, but I'm not happy to have seen it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. My girlfriend has been sitting in this room the entire time, and I hope the mic picks that up. Um, I could probably will you do me a favor, babe. And go get me another beer out of the fridge. <sighs> yes, sir. All right, awesome. Thank you. All right. If you need a bottle opener, the Finn and Gauntlet is a bottle. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, it's the thing on the refrigerator that doesn't say "crazy cat lady." All right. So, well, oh, I'm sorry. I she saw a Ross Boyle. Now I want to know what's going on. So do I. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably okay. won't watch tonight. I oh, no, we were talking about Braun. Um, Braun and Rusev. Dude, like Rusev. Oh, oh yeah. No shit. I was watching uh, the ride along and um, his report. Like Lana and I'm like I'm not. I'm not. Uh, oh, thank you for opening it too. Um, I'm not. If you listen to any of my podcasts, you know I'm not a misogynist. Lana's a dumb bitch. She is not a smart lady. And but watching them together was very very cute. Like what like it was awesome and they played like a dating game in the car. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the WWE network, you can watch it. It's a lot of fun. 
and uh, he and like he has such a sense of humor about him because I really pay attention when I like wrestlers. I pay attention to who they are outside of the ring too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain guys that I know their politics suck, but they're so good in the ring that I don't give a fuck. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he's actually that's all trolling. He's dude. He's a, he's a liberal boy from Cleveland. Like he really is a liberal dude from Cleveland. He just fucks with everybody. I know that for a fact, and it, I respect the fuck out of it. Okay. The I thought he. I, I never really bugged me, but I'm. I figured like, hey, that's your politics. That's your politics. I don't give a damn. Yeah, he did. He goes on Fox News, but he's just trolling him the whole time. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. Um, but like Rusev, like getting to actually watch him interact as a person with his wife and other, cause like what happens on that episode of Ride Along is, uh, the fashion police, who's the other car that they're filming, mm-hmm. are fucking with him and they stop him and they get out and Fandango has his shirt off and he's like, what are you guys up to? And like, <laughs> I was, I was explaining to Chelsea the other night, uh, cause we've been watching Total Divas as okay. well. Which I I hate trash TV, but if it's got wrestling in it, I'll watch it. Yeah. Like Fandango, legitimately a funny dude who can compose himself and like play all the beats. Yeah. And like watching them all interact was a lot of fun. And like Rusev does not take himself super seriously. He knows how to have fun with it. Like that's that's what sold me on Rusev. And on top of the fact that like he is really good in ring for being as big as he is. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. I really like that guy. So I was that was me blowing Rusev for a little bit. <laughs> oh, mega tangents. I'm trying to figure out what, what the hell we were. Young Bucks? We want to talk about Young Bucks? We want to talk about Marty Scroll. We want to talk about Jericho? I would say the Young Bucks are funny to me. Like I, I mean, I like them, but it How was... How could you not? You know, I so actually much fun. Prior to... This is 2008. Uh, beginning of 2016... I really, I wasn't even a Bullet Club fan. Fair enough. I, like, I was like, I didn't know. I thought they were just kind of, yeah, whatever. And they came to AIW twice. Uh, like three years ago, right? 2000, yeah, 15, I believe it was. Because I, I would like to preface this by like anybody who follows me that like, and my, like my opinions on wrestling, because there are a couple, because I'll get tweets from people like, hey, you said that's about wrestling. I'm like, all right, well. You can't hold me to continuity. I'm a drunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Bucks for the last six years have always like I'm. I'm not saying I've been like I've gotten way more into the indies the mm. last year and a half than I ever did before. But the Bucks and Bobby Roode, those dudes were always on my radar. I always knew who they were. I always knew what they were doing. I wasn't following them super closely. No. But like. Looking back on things, I'm like, fuck, man. I had so many chances to see the Bucks do shit in a gymnasium, and I'll never get to see that again. Dude, Absolution 10 was... Was it 10? I think it was. It's fucking nuts. Uh, Eight-man tag? It was dudes on TV versus Team AIW. Team AIW was Josh Prohibition, Johnny Gargano, Alex Daniels. Maybe it was 10-man tag. And the Young Bucks versus Ray Rowe, EC3... Ooh. DJZ. Okay. I'm missing somebody. Was it Dick Justice? No. He was on TV at the time. Um, he is now. Ray Rowe, EC3. M Dog Matt Cross. Oh, obviously. Matt and Cross. Yeah. Samoa Joe. At AIW? Right after he signed. He showed, He was day two. Um, Jaylet. Okay. And then in between, or right before. 
literally. So it was like one on. of the last indie matches he was wrestling. Day two Jaylet was the Thursday after he <laughs> he debuted no in shit. NXT. Okay. Then they they booked him for Absolution. By the time Jaylet and Absolution, he had signed. Damn. One of my favorite matches. It's like people have asked me like, "What's your favorite match?" AIW scene. And I mean, I have ones that I really love, like Rockstar Spud versus Marion Fontaine. Marion Fontaine versus Chuck Taylor. I love comedy wrestling, so those are two top ones. Yeah. A lot of stuff between Tracy Smothers, Cole Cabana, Dick Justice, like a lot of people like that. Now even Space Monkey. But that 10-man tag match will never happen again. So, going off what you just said, I, I named... What did I name? I named the Young Bucks. I named uh, guys that I paid attention to forever. Mm-hmm. Because TNA, I still consider the fucking indies. They're definitely now indies and, and, more and than I, anything. And I don't mean that in any way to disparage it. It just didn't. It's it. It wasn't this. It it doesn't have the same appeal as WWE. Well, for me, well, I often have this conversation with people back in like 2012 or so. Was they always want to say like the big two? It was WWE and TNA. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, you either have to look at it as the big one, yeah. WWE, or because this was my thing to them. I was like, you have to put, if you're going to put TNA in that conversation, you need to put Ring of Honor in. because oh, without a doubt. Because, and this is even before their latest big boom, like, they're roughly the same. And in between me making that comment and a couple of years ago, I watched as, like, TNA was, like, sinking down, even becoming, like, yeah. mo- no more than ever. Like, this, is, like, they're definitely in these. And I'm watching Ring of Honor, like, Rise. just close that gap. And, the, like, I don't know if they pass them. They did. They have. But, but they are there. It's depending on how you want to look at it. All right. Well, I want to go back and say really quick because uh, Chels, one of our favorites together is Samoa Joe. He's fucking... But when I I was saying the Young Bucks and uh, I forget who else I mentioned before, but like Samoa Joe, since the moment he debuted in TNA, the first time I watched him wrestle 15 years ago, that dude has been on my radar ever since because I was like, how does a big guy move like that? Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying about Ring of Honor, they have, as far as content goes, they have surpassed TNA easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. No doubt. Um, however, Don Callis and somebody else, I forget who, just took over creative for that. So... Don Callis is in, Don Callis is the guy that brought Jericho to Japan. Cyrus, Cyrus the Virus. Hey, no, 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 uh, the other guy, the other guy. Because yeah, I can't I, remember. Who I recently is. just listened to that talk as Jericho. It's um, he's Canadian too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forget his fucking name, but like, dude, the fact that those dudes are taking over TNA now, I'm like, okay, well, that will get me interested because Don Callis is a genius. Well, over the past couple years there's a lot of things that tna's done i'm like okay like let me see what you do here but then again there's like that the background things that have screwed them up yeah. uh, you know but you know like right now having guy like ethan page in there yeah um big fan of ohio versus everything the chris brothers i mean they have i mean they but they've always had talent mm-hmm. well where is that talent ended up the pro- well the problem is some of the booking well, like, 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 well, literally during like the Hogan years, like hearing stories like a Matt Morgan, like, oh, they were they were pushing and they were pushing him, and at the last minute, it's like, yeah, you're gonna lose to someone you shouldn't lose to because we're trying, like, we're trying to build you, but we're gonna have this old star that might have been was it Kurt? 
somebody that he was supposed to, or maybe it was Hogan. Well, I mean, dude, like, like for example, like, uh, friends of mine, like, you know Zach, Zach Schildwachter yeah. and Wes Allen, like, my homies, those are my fucking boys. Like, they hate Jim Cornette, and I get why they hate Jim Cornette. I understand why people hate Jim Cornette. I you, hate I hate Cornette when he talks wrestling now. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is if, if Cornette talks wrestling now, it doesn't matter because what he did and where he where his place stands in wrestling has come and passed. Does he have the right to talk about what's going on now? Absolutely. Is his opinion wrong? Yeah, because he refuses to let the business grow. Yeah. He doesn't let it grow, and it has grown. I mean, look at the fuck. Dude, the Bullet Club is bigger than the NWO ever was. Mm -hmm. They didn't have NWO shirts in fucking every store. I think I did buy an NWO shirt at Walmart. I Really? Mm -hmm. But it was back then when wrestling hit that that attitude era boom well yeah there was you could buy but it was it was it was an nwo shirt it was wolfpack because i was a huge wolfpack fan. that's not an nwo shirt that's a wolfpack shirt that's a difference it says nwo is it in black and red black and red yeah well yeah that's a wolfpack shirt yeah. i'm talking about the original but it, but it says NWO, nwo shirt but at that time i think the bull that time, bigger than the, that is what i was but, trying to no, say no 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 I, I i totally agree with you that i actually think the bull is bigger even you compare what they do now like nwo it was all about them. Oh yeah. Like they It was about the click. Yeah. They they kind of killed WCW. Whether you believe uh, there's other people like no, but yeah, I'm, like, I'm like I yes, yes and no. Yes and no. I I agree with what I've heard certain wrestlers say of how like a lot of the storylines blurred because it was NWO for such a long time. Yeah. So I I agree with that whole thing, but well, yeah, the NWO got boring because it was like, how many people are, are we going to bring the entire WCW roster on as NWO well, guys? Well, Bullet Club's done that too. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> they also did you? Oh, wait, did you say you didn't watch New Year's Dash? No, I'm not. I'm not even like I said through Wrestle Kingdom. Hopefully, by the time this gets posted, all right. Three I'm, words: I'm, Jay fucking White. Is all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's been spoiled for me. Oh, oh, oh it's already spoiled. He pulled a DDP. It was Google, great. Google. Well, not that part. Google already freaking ruined that. Like, it's like one of my uh, news cards when I pulled up was like the top one. Jay White joins chaos. Mother- Shut the motherfucker. Thanks, Google. Well, the way they did it though was pretty cool. I like it when I could avoid spoilers when I'm behind on New Japan because, like, I think like half. Like, literally, I I paid for New Japan World in July. I haven't watched that thing until now. I paid for New Japan World. What was it? You, me, and Chelsea were sitting in bed last week, and I was like, "Well, I have to. I might as well spend the ten dollars an hour next week for Jericho's match." Yeah. And I like I watched all of uh, Wrestle Kingdom twelve, and I watched all of New Year's Dash, and I was like, "They have earned my ten dollars a month easily." Yeah. Especially with Nido versus Jericho coming up shortly. But when I was behind, because I was just torrenting the shit. Yeah. Because I was like, let me tell you. Hey, you're not a real wrestling fan if you don't pay for it. Well, I was like, fuck you. I, I looked at it like, I'm torrenting it right now. I'm going to pay for it later. Like, let me, right. no, let, yeah, me get, yeah. let me get my free samples in, and then I'll buy the product. Right. So. Because I have no problem paying for the product. If the product's good, I have no problem paying for it. And the, I even side note about all that. Um, I got screwed because with New Japan, they bill you the first of every month. First of every month, yeah. I ordered on the 30th of a month. <laughs> I didn't know this. All of a sudden, I get a random charge a couple days later. I'm like, what? Motherfucker. 
And you know what's cool is? It's cheaper than WWE. It's eight ninety nine a month. It's nine hundred ninety nine yen, which is like eight bucks a month. It's great. It fluctuates. Does it? Yeah. Oh, with with how the uh, all right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. Because I can actually pull up my checkbook of because uh, I keep it on my phone of because of the exchange rate. Yeah. That, changes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was times where... I mean, dude, if it hovers around 8 to 10 bucks, I have no problem paying for that. It, like, that pay... Dude, Wrestle Kingdom was so good, I'll pay for a full year of that shit. I, I think know. the cheapest I've paid was $9.10. The most expensive was $9.37. Yeah, so it's not... Yeah, I do. New Japan's crushing so, I mean, right still now. cheaper, still cheaper. But what I was saying is, I've... Ever since I've tried to watch New Japan, I've been behind one way or another... So when I was watching when Suzuki Goon debuted, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then so many events later, when Zack Saber Jr. joined them, that was not maybe because it wasn't a big Bullet Club thing. That was not spoiled or shown anywhere. So when he he joined them, I was like, oh oh, like I didn't see that coming. That's awesome, and no one spoiled it for me. This is ah, because I I must have been behind like a month or so. Because they have so many. That's the only thing they have so many. You a Zack Saber Jr. fan? <coughs> I think, uh, I'm not really, it's like, I'm a fan of, like, every wrestler. There's, there, I mean, granted, there's a few that I don't he like. He bugs me. I don't, he was not the guy that's been in AEW. I like, dude, I like Will Ospreay. Uh, and I Ospreay's understand cool. why people hate him. Oh. I get why people hate him, but you can't deny how good he is. One He's of my, great. One of my favorite matches from WrestleMania weekend involved Will Ospreay, and I, I have to look it up to what it was, but it was, uh, it was a WrestleCon Super Show. It was a probably a ten man tag match. It was Team Ricochet versus Team Osprey. Okay. And they they pick their own teams. Yeah, and yeah. I'm telling you, this fucking match was spot after spot after spot well, after spot. After, it, yeah, well, but it wasn't just the high insane stuff. There was like com- some like there's a little bit of comedy stuff. There like uh also this was the day, the day before Drew McIntyre went back to WWE oh, because oh, he was he showed up in NXT because he was in that match. And actually, I seen him the that day at. WrestleCon. He looks so much better now than he did five years ago. Like, he looks like a WWE superstar now. Yeah. If you look at interviews of him five years ago, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I've, I've always liked McIntyre. No, he's great. And, dude, his, uh, what's, what's he call his shotgun kick? The uh, Claymore? Mm-hmm. It's a great finisher. It's mm-hmm. a great finisher. He's really, really good at doing it. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would assume, what, how long have we been going? Like an hour, I assume? Close to. Okay. We're, we're at about the 55-minute mark. I was going to say, uh, coming up 2018, um, I, I, we didn't even really talk about it, but like how I got into wrestling, and I'd love to do a podcast about like our, you and me both, like mm-hmm. where we started, where, you know, mm-hmm. like where we fell in, where we fell out. I think that'd be really good. I really so we'll leave out. something to be desired <laughs> yeah. to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But like who I see in 2018, like being the top stars, Adam Cole is gonna skyrocket to the fucking top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alistair Black, same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Those two dudes could fight for three years against each other, and I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alistair Black, Tommy, and whoever's listening to this, like he's amazing. He's so good. And Adam Cole has 10 times the charisma of any wrestler right now. So, like, mm-hmm. everything he's going to do with Undisputed Era is going to be good. But once he breaks out on his own, because I would assume 
They're going to do six months more of Undisputed Era. He's going to break out on his own, and he's going to the main roster. It's probably- I'd, I'd figure they'd go on together. Real, all three of them. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed unless to they, it. unless they stay an extended because one thing that I always hate when people talk about NXT, they're like, oh well, why is this person going up instead of this? Because NXT is still a show. Yeah. They still need to sell tickets. So you need to keep a guy like Johnny Gargano there for a couple yeah. of years because that's star that's power. That's who's selling tickets yeah. for them. Like you're you have the star power people who who go up their own way, but then you have. You're other, like I'm trying to figure out what was a recent call up that people are like, who was? Why are they going up? Like maybe like some of the women, like oh, well, why is I almost called Oscar I, I, it. I almost called Heidi, but like oh, why is um, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan going up? Why why not? Why not? I want to keep on calling flawless, but uh, Peyton Royce and yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. well because they're still selling tickets down there. Yeah, and eventually they will get called up. Yeah, but who's going? Who's coming to an NXT show and? I want to see Liv Morgan. Not me. Certainly not. Okay, me. Ed from Pod Van Dam probably is, but I don't. I don't think he was really a big fan. Such on SmackDown. I mean, like, uh, like people who are coming out, like, uh, it's going to be another big year for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to get, if not the WWE Championship, he'll get back to Raw and get the. Uh, what do they call it now? Universal Championship. No. Uh, it's going to be a big year for him. Uh, it's going to be a big year for definitely Adam Cole. Drew McIntyre, as soon as he makes main roster, I bet he'll be on SmackDown. But could you imagine the matches between him? He could work with Jinder Mahal and make Jinder Mahal look good. Mm-hmm. He could work with AJ Styles again. And those two are going to have great fucking matches. Um, they're, they're doing, a, they're doing a lot of things right, right now. And it's just, it's a matter of, and like I said earlier on this show, it, uh, it's a matter of time until Vince dies <laughs> because I, I really do think the wrestling business is going to get way better after he dies because he still holds on to ideals that don't need to be there. And I think Triple H and Stephanie are trying to move in a different direction. And I think that's going to be really cool for the wrestling business because they've already tried. I mean, strictly based off the United United Kingdom Championship, like that is a huge thing for them to do. And I'm excited about to see what they're going to do in the future. Very, very excited. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we wrap up here, how did you become an AIW fan? AIW? Um, well, I watched... Um, I saw some matches via YouTube. This was probably four or five years ago. I saw some matches four or five years ago that I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that people were doing shit like that in the local level, blah, 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 blah. Um, I got really into the Young Bucks. Like, uh, they were, like I said earlier, they were always on my radar. Bobby Roode was always on my radar. Um, I'm forgetting the name I said again earlier, who was always on my fucking radar. Smojo. Smojo. Um, he wasn't really AIW, but, um, like those specific ones that were, uh, independent, independent wrestlers, essentially, even though some of them worked for TNA, but, um, that was, that was really my first inclination, because I was like, wait, because I knew about the Young Bucks before I ever learned about them wrestling for AIW, and, um, I missed my opportunities to go see them at AIW, so I kind of always paid attention here in and here out. And then about a year and a half ago, when I started hanging out with certain friends, they were like, you got to come to this show. And then I've been coming to everyone ever since. 
Like, PB is a friend of mine now, PB Smooth, who that man, mark my fucking words, will be a major player championship wherever he goes. Oh, yeah. He will be a champion, and he will be able to carry a show. That dude's going to be the best. Um, Derek Direction and the rest of the fucking production, god damn, are they amazing. They're fucking fantastic. Did you see the results for the last show? Wait, uh, the one I didn't go to? Yeah. No. Well... PB Smooth is uh, one half of the AIW Tag Team Champions. Well, I know that. Yeah, that I did was know. That was uh, where were we that night? Was that Claire's birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to our uh, we went to our friend's birthday party, and uh, uh, I got a text from somebody who was like, "Hey, PB is fucking half champions with fucking Swoggle." <laughs> and also, the production added a member. Who? Eddie only. R- How many members those motherfuckers got now? He's uh, I, th- I think this is it because this is the stagehand. Because that's like six. You got Magnum, you got fucking Frankie, you got Derek, you got, uh, Colby. what's his name? C- Colby. Colby. Oh, is it five? Yeah, I think it's five. Okay. Which is a, I, a I think, stable. I think that's... But all I'm saying, though, is... is the I'll, only I'll, other... I'll fucking cut a promo right goddamn now. Hold on, hold on. Is, they, could, they could add one, one more person. They could add a leading lady. That's well, the they, only... Yeah, they could do... Well, they could do that. But all I know is my boy, PB Smooth, he has still yet to see Redemption. And he's going to run through all those motherfuckers. And they're all going to get choke slams. And it's all going to be graves for the production at one point or another. Because those little bitches don't deserve to beat him like they have. They cheat every fucking time. And they hit him with a Nickelodeon fucking VHS. And that's not going to happen for much longer. PB Smooth is a tag team champion right now. And he will be a world world champion sooner rather than later mark my fucking words as i reveal my tattoo don't fuck with the production (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i have a comedy i've mentioned before i have a comedy tragedy tattoo i love that production one of my favorite things oh they're great no they're i like talking that and i'm still gonna defend my boy pb but like the production i have an are you afraid of the d shirt i have a the cut shirt i think the production's great those little bitches cheat to win and my boy pb does not and he's gonna get his it's the way it's gonna go brother and i'll drink all the beers <laughs> like, what other- are you gonna are you gonna have me back i would love I, I could talk to you about wrestling for hours what are you gonna have me on your show what do you hate coming up with a topic for your show <laughs> that's literally one of the things i thought of <laughs> Um, dude, any, any, I mean, uh, the offer, hey, we're recording four episodes on Friday. You want to be one of them? I don't know. If you can. It's trying to, because I don't, because the time I get off work, then I have to go to Cleveland. Where do you, where do you normally work at? Why are we talking about this on air? Nobody wants to hear this. No, but yeah, eventually one way or another, I, I definitely need to come on. You're more than welcome. Uh, we will have you on. Uh, I do a podcast called Let the Hate Flow Through You, which is essentially how we met. And uh, you should look it up because if you hate shit, people come on once a week and they hate something and we talk about it. And Sheer's unstable and I'm unstable. And that's who you should talk about the shit you hate with it's, is unstable people. It's fun hearing people just talk about like shit. Like, so, sometimes it's like, 
I like this topic. How does it do? like? I'm like, I who the fuck hates the Lion King? Oh, there's an episode on why someone hates the <laughs> Lion King. There is an episode on the Lion King. Uh, that was another thing. I was like, how does anybody hate hate this? But there was, and I mean, you can uh, if 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 what we're talking about intrigues you in any way, you can find us at you know like the at symbol the hate flow on any social media that's where we're at uh sheer handles the twitter i handle the instagram and then we kind of both trade with the uh facebook um i have a podcast um network jesus christ uh called above below entertainment we got four shows on there one's a sports show one's a uh teach white people about why they suck done by a black guy in a Puerto is Wilson of Puerto Rican I got that right all right perfect um I'm a good boss aren't I <laughs> um then we got second shot which we call the ripoff show of let the hate flow through you where people come on and make you give a second shot to something it's a ripoff but my cousin's on it and I love him and then we also have let's see that's boom 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 oh yeah and then the fantasy if you like sports we have a uh we have a fan. It's called Fantasy Boys, and it's Bill Squire from the um, Alan Cox Show, mm-hmm. and Ryan DePerna, who's a comedian from Cleveland, and Brian Kenny, who's a comedian from Cleveland, and they talk about sports, and it's really rad. Uh, we're adding another show this month called uh, The Default Setting, which is a girl comedian, Jess Falstick from Cleveland. She's really funny, and it's going to be about. Like, say, when you were born, you think you were born with hating U-Haul boxes, because that's what I'm looking at. She's going to talk to you about why you hate U-Haul boxes from when you're born. Um, We have another show debuting probably within the next three months, which is my girlfriend Chelsea's show, called You Have Terrible Taste with Chelsea King, where she talks to people about why the music that they like sucks, or why she likes the music that they like, but you still have terrible taste with Chelsea King. And we have, um, I, I'm doing an interview. Sh- with, there's a ton of shit going on right now, and I just want everybody to be involved. So that's where I'm at. And hey, I love wrestling. Shit, hit me up anytime you want to talk about wrestling. I'll see if your other social media tags. Oh, yeah, El Hordano Diablo. That's where you can find me if you want to hear me ranting about dumb bullshit. El Hordano Diablo. Or above below entertainment, whichever doesn't matter. And I want to come back and talk more wrestling with you. <laughs> we'll we'll see what we can do. I know I'm booked up for a little while just because AIW likes to have a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's- well, you do a lot of review shows and stuff, which is cool. Um, but no, like, dude, anytime you want to do, I'm I would be more than willing to come do a review show with you. But uh, I. Like, anytime you want to, like, I would love to just sit there and talk wrestling with you. Because we clearly mm. have been wrestling fans a long time. Oh, so, yeah. And we can wax intellectual. Mm-hmm. We could talk We could talk about 96, Mankind versus Shawn Michaels. Great feud. Oh, yeah. Great feud. So I'm down for whatever. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Is that is that what we do? Is it over? Well, I could, I could do a closing right now and say and uh on to this hey everyone this is jock samson and if you ain't listening to wrestling tears podcast you are a low down piece of shit and if you don't listen to i'm gonna come to your house and i'm gonna beat up your entire family and especially your grandmama listen or burn in hell
So there you have it. A very, 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 maybe not that very, drunk El Hardano Diablo as we had a very fun discussion on many different topics. Like I said, if you head on over to that podcast on Monday when it when it should be released, the wonderful Let the Hate Flow Through You, I will be on there and we'll be talking about Smarks. Good hour-long conversation there. So, I hope you join the, the discussion. Wrap things up here. We got all the AIW shows that I mentioned. Those uh, next six weeks, nothing but AIW talk. And those should be good shows. Gonna skip going over the actual cards. Because there's just so many. But of course, as we wrap this up, one more reminder. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. You can get a hold of us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers. Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers. And Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email if you so choose a desire. WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And... My contact info pretty much follows the same format. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Heavyset330. That's Facebook.com slash Heavyset330, Twitter.com slash Heavyset330, and Instagram.com slash Heavyset330. If you send me a Facebook friend request, let me know you listen to the show. Because every so once in a while, I get randoms, and it's fans I don't recognize. Fans I've never talked to. I, I Listen. Because, you know, resting chairs, everybody knows your name, but sometimes, especially if you don't go to shows, you just listen to the show. Please let me know if you listen to the show, and I'll be glad to learn your name. Love hearing from all the fans out there. And of course, head on over to whatamaneuver.net. Buy yourself some Wrestling Cheers merch. Check out all the shows on the Trending Topics Network, like All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, TTN at the Movies, View from the Fourth Row, and Chill, and the 450 Podcast. And check out all our podcast friends, such as Chris Clem's Cavscast, Wingcast, a Wingman Podcast with Steve Guy, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shearer and El Hordano Diablo, Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling, the weekly wrestling podcast, the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers Moy Boy Designs. Check out Thrift Store Jobber on eBay, Instagram, Twitter, and Etsy. Check out our friends at Rebel Life Media and NEO Sports Insiders. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you got a pr- problem with our boys on the production. Later. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Would you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everything